Hello and welcome to the Saucy Time Podcast. Um, I'm your host CJ and today, as always, we're here with Kevin. Yay. Yo, I <laughs> still almost know said, one. Yeah, we still have no guests. I almost said offline TV podcast. Because <laughs> I, I just watched, I saw like, a, I saw the thumbnail on YouTube. Okay. We may have had Michael Reeves last time, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, Michael Reeves came on our podcast. But, like, he was the only guest, really. Um, so, yeah, this episode is coming completely out of the blue. We have no topics planned, except for two, I guess. But they're like, we just came up with them on the spot, really, so... Um, yeah. There's not much else to talk about. Like, we're just stuck here at home doing nothing and like we can't come up with anything new it's it's very that's that's kind of bad for like other podcasts it's a very interesting life we have right now stop doing homework it's gotten to the point where my parents are mad at me when i do homework because they're like stop they're like stop doing homework and come hang out with us which makes sense but also the fact it's funny how they're telling me don't do your homework for once in your life like, I, I don't know if I talked about this on this podcast before, but I might I, I might have told you already. But one time we were all sitting at the couch, and my mom was like, "Yo, you haven't touched your your PS3." Like, I played Persona Five on my PS3 because uh, I didn't like I just got it um, on Kijiji because I don't want to buy a new one because it's kind of expensive. Like, I don't want to buy a PS4. I, I feel like it would have made more sense because I could have played Kingdom Hearts as well. Like the, I could have I played Kingdom Hearts 3 and uh, Kingdom Hearts Story so far and Five <laughs> Royal. Like now that yeah. I think about it, I probably should have just gotten the PS4 for like, because it was only like $20 more, like the lowest price. I should have gotten that over the PS3, but I'm chilling with what I got right now. So uh, I got to live with it. But, so yeah, like, my mom pointed at my PS3, and she was like, yo, I haven't seen you play this in, like, two months. And I'm like, I know, I want to play it so bad, but I have so much work to do. So, oh, I guess that's one thing I could talk about. I'm always talking about how I can't progress to the game. And guess what? The one time where I wanted to die so then I could restart, restart the day and fix my team... I beat the I beat the boss and I've actually progressed like the one time I didn't the one time I didn't want or expect to play for more than an hour I ended up playing for like five because I was oh like it's, it's this game I miss it so how much is that a, how is it like oh I'm only gonna play for like maybe 30 minutes but then it transgressions to like five hours well like I was I was preparing my food for the for lunch and then um I basically I just wanted to fix up my team and level them up because once since I, I saved inside of the um the the palace which is basically like the the world or the level that you go to right I was I saved in the palace and Persona 5 for those who don't know is on a strict day-to-day basis so like once you once you do something in that day you can't go back unless you go to a different save file and all of my save files that I have that are extra are all from like beginning of the game like oh I wonder if this tiny thing will make a difference but really they probably wouldn't um so yeah I wanted to the one way to restart the day if you saved already that I know is losing to the the minions that you fight like if you fight minions normally, they they would usually just send you back to the last save point that you have. But since this is since this is like part of the boss fight, it actually lets you restart at the beginning of the day. So I wanted to purposely lose, so then I could restart to the beginning of the day, and then fix up my team, level up, and grind a bit, and then actually fight it again. But I I was like I'm not gonna lose on purpose by doing nothing. So I actually put in fight into it. And then, guess what? I win somehow. I still have no idea how I pulled through, but I did. So 
that's a yeah. win for you <clears throat> that wasn't expecting and I just got a loss that I wasn't expecting in oh. Animal Crossing oh okay yeah so it's uh, it's been it's been two or three it's like when we last episode when we talked about Animal Crossing for you um, that was your like third day playing so it's been like two weeks now so how's Animal Crossing so far what you got I right now on. I literally just logged on oh just okay do some daily stuff and then I, I see what I pom pom there's a duck they have this like thing above their head and then I'm talking to them right now and then they say that they want to leave Oh. oh, well, will you let? Will you? Let but her? luckily, she's one of my least favorite. <laughs> but I still kind of don't want to let her go. Well, like if you want Muffy to leave, you're gonna have to let someone leave. <laughs> uh, so what's it gonna be? Who's? Are you gonna are you gonna give her the freedom that she wants or do you want her to stay? Okay. I am a good person. <laughs> oh, so you're gonna... really good are you at max villagers yet? Or I am not at max villagers. I still have like okay. maybe five more that can join. I would say don't just like since you have open uh open or has Tom Nook uh, offered to let you place down house lots like have you done the thing where like where like where he gives you the plots of land and you place them all you place all 10 of them have you done that already no no okay i should is that a spoiler i don't know yo it's we're so weird on spoilers bro like no animal crossing spoilers how does animal crossing spoil you but yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> but no, but like, it's all part of the experience. That's why I didn't want it. I was like, I want to experience this by myself. Um, even though I saw on YouTube videos what they looked like, I tried not to pay attention to the videos that does everything day by day. So, I'm yeah. Because I don't know if any of my other villagers want to leave. I think... Well, have you been talking to Pop Pum every day? Mm-hmm. That is something. <laughs> if you talk to a villager every single day and make sure it's every single day or at least every day that you possibly can, I don't think they're going to leave. But if you purposely ignore them every once in a while, they're probably going to it's probably why they're leaving. No. I even talked to one of my favorite villagers and they're like, "Man, have you went to Pyrile? You and CJ yeah. seem to be good friends." Pyral is my island. No, you should be talking about that villager. What villager? Silvana. It's like a chip or something. Ah. Wait, who else is new? Who else is new? Uh, Stitches. There's a bear. Fan favorite. (laughs) And, like, this kangaroo person. I didn't even bother to remember his name. Um... Do they wear but he an moved apron? in from the campsite. Do they wear an apron? Don't remember. Because oh, I saw him wait. once when he moved in, and I never saw him again. Is it a guy? It's a guy? It's a guy. It's a guy. He talks in this, like... Um, I forgot if it was either, like, German or something, or, like, Austrian. <laughs> or Russian. Okay. Or, I don't know. He oh, talked no, in, I... like, a certain way. Okay, I think that's different from who I have. I have a kangaroo named Kit, and she treats me like Toriel. She's like, how are you, child? <laughs> child? Yep. Child? She's not my favorite. She's not in my top tier favorites, but she's way better than the two villages I want to leave. I've literally been ignoring them for, like, maybe almost a month now, and they still won't leave. It's honestly so annoying and so dumb. <laughs> Maybe so, they just like it there, and maybe you should keep them. But they both, they, they're both so tiny, and they have, like, this deep voice, and it makes me uncomfortable. For Yeah, it's so weird. It's like... Um, never mind. 
No, what were you gonna uh, say? No, oh my, we're back at this again. No, I was just talking about how since like, like people keep mentioning how short I am, and like if I had a deep voice, and I was like, wait a minute, my voice isn't that deep, but it's way deeper than what I'm not short. Ah, that's what you think. Wait till wait till you get into high school and then see all the tall people around you. It's because we're Filipino. Yeah, that's really why. I've almost beaten the guy in height. Actually, like, um, give me a year or two without him growing, and I might beat him. But he he gets more. He seems to be getting more growth spurts than I do. So he might be able to pass me again. But at the current moment, he's like one or two centimeters taller than me. I'm not saying inches or feet because I don't understand how that metric system works. Like I have no reference in my head of how big an inch is. <laughs> like I actually, I actually have to look at a ruler to be like, oh, that's how big an inch is. That's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um. Yeah, so, but okay, you're gonna oh. see the tall people, and they're probably just gonna be in a sports thing. Well, not all of them are sports. Some tall people. I said most, yeah. not all. But here's the thing. I've never seen a tall person be a shy boy like me. Like, what? I've never seen... I've never seen a tall person, like, curled up in the corner of the classroom. Like, well, obviously, there's, like, desks everywhere in my class. But, like, you know, the, the stereotypical, like, sitting down in the corner of the class, like, reading a book, maybe, like, crunched up and not really okay. talking to anyone. That was I've kind of me, a... but instead of a book, I would just be sitting there. But, like, I've never seen a tall person be in that position. The it's tall, shy type? I'm not, I don't want to say that, like, your height determines what, like, what school clique you're part of, but, like... School clique? School, school clique. Anyway, um, so... I'm actually surprised by how much time has passed. It's like not that much. It's 12 minutes. But uh, the other topic we sort of had planned was what we want to see or are expecting to see if there's a summer direct for Nintendo. I'm, I'm saying summer specifically because like apparently every year since 2013, there's been a June direct. So... Oh, like, it's all because of E3. But since E3 is cancelled, most likely the June Direct is cancelled. But apparently some people are talking about, oh, maybe it might still happen. Maybe there's a chance. Or it's probably going to end up being a summer Direct, though. Like, sometime, maybe July, maybe? Actually, that would make really much... That would... Yo, my English is so bad right now. That would actually make a lot of sense, because that is when... I'm pretty sure it's... No! Okay, never mind. Um, no, I was like, well, the arms is arms is the arms smash DLC coming out in June or July? I forgot. Anyway, okay, so um, I guess I'll start it off uh, and talk about it. Let's assume this is happening June next month. Um, okay. I w- I'm expecting like we're gonna talk about what we believe will probably happen. And then, like, what we hope happens but might not happen. So, this might take a whole podcast. Yeah, which, well, it makes sense because we're talking about lots of this stuff. Yeah. So, imagine um, somehow all our predictions become right. I hope it does. I, I hope it does. Oh, Luigi for Smash. If we get Springman for Smash, then that might be a possibility. No. So, um,. I'm gonna they say, say it for a meme though, so it's not. Huh? Waluigi for Smash is a meme, not because people really want him. Yeah, well, I genuinely want him in, but that's just the power of the meme. I have one character that I generally want in, but we could talk about that if there's another thing. Okay, we could talk about that later if you want. Um, so I'm expecting and kind of hoping to see. A bit more information on 
the Isle of Armor for a Sword and Shield. Like, they haven't really talked about it much. And it's I'm pretty sure it's releasing in June. The Isle Probably of Armor is the Frozen Tundra? Um, no, the Frozen Tundra is in fall. But I'm pretty sure Isle of Armor is confirmed to be June. Or July. I'm pretty sure it's June, though. So I'm expect I'm hoping we see a bit more about it. Not enough to spoil us. Like, my favorite thing about Sword and Shield was that they really, like, limited the amount of spoilers and new stuff they showed us. Because, like, I remember walking through the... What is the place in the beginning? The... the, 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 the like, the forest? The for- No, the forest place. Oh, the, um... Something metal. Like my, I love that place. Oh, wait. The... Slumbering Wheel. Yeah. Or well. They, I, I like pronouncing it wheel because it makes sense with Sword Shield. Yeah. But like, I remember going through the slumbering wheel and seeing like um, a rookity and uh, whatever the, the chipmunk guy is. I forget their name. They're all <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh, you remember some of the names. But then I remember, what is the chipmunks? He is, he's, he, normal types tend to be like, forget, forget it. Like sometimes, but like I remember seeing Rookie, and even on Route One, I'm pretty sure is the one right after you. Like, well, like when you're trying to get Leon from the from the nearby town, like that middle yeah, section that separates it. Yeah, Route One. Like I remember seeing Rookie and the Squirrel thing. Um and no, but in the, the Slumbering po- Wield, when you first went in there, you can't even catch Pokemon. So I know, but like. Well, I was amazed by, like, wow, they actually have proper lighting for once. Like, since it's a darker place, the colors of the Pokemon are actually darker. And, like, but I remember seeing them in the wild, and I was actually screaming. Because I was like, what is this? And, like, honestly, that excitement just really powered my experience with the, with my playthrough. Like, Pokemon Sword and Shield was such, like... Okay, some people say that their uh, design thing and their animated stuff... It wasn't as good, but I feel like it was such an upgrade from Pokemon Ultra Moon and Ultra Sun. Because I played it back just it for was. a bit. And then I yeah. noticed, why is this so pixely? Yeah, I know. Like, when when you when you, when you you look at it, there's so many pixels. Like, I'm fine with them reusing uh, animations. Like, I kind of wish they polished them up a bit and make some animations exclusive for each move instead of just using stock animations. But I am okay with them reusing the models because, like, what is what else are they gonna look like? You know, if you change how it looks, it's gonna be a different Pokemon. So there's no, there's not really much point in not reusing and like using a making a new model for the Pokemon. But like, maybe they could make some Pokemon look a little more like like change up their personality by making it a lot more interesting with the models. But for like the idle animation for, or not an idle animation but just like standing there I think what they've done is way better yeah. and like there's so much hate going for it but I really enjoyed my playthrough and that's why I'm a big Sword Shield supporter I played it and I was like at least okay, I did Sword and Shield under 20 hours mm, yep but I was still like in. I stopped a few times just to enjoy how like the backgrounds look, the music, and like yeah, all like these features in there, just like how the areas look, all the things of how the more it was like just really nice. Like even though it's very linear and you can't even explore some of those beautiful sceneries, I I'm a big fan of it. Like I'm pretty sure I'm, I have a feeling that Ultra Sun and Moon, or like Sun and Moon in general was way bigger as a region like i remember there's so many different places though so like i'm pretty sure it's bigger than sword and shield i feel like half of the reason it's bigger is because of the open areas yeah i'm pretty sure of that oh like oh yeah because they probably put all of the big spaces in the wild area so it was all condensed in one thing so it didn't feel bigger but if 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 there wasn't a wild area that was just a regular route and sections of those wild areas were put in the actual um, in the actual region like the populated places I feel like it would have felt a lot more spacious yeah but like the way that you would play it was like the way that people made it 
like when you travel around it wasn't like the normal thing it was like oh you get to the first gym first then the second gym and stuff it was actually you just traveling around but there was but you could travel around to the gyms later on to get yeah. like your other one it was different but it was cool <laughs> wait are you talking about sword and shield or sword, talking about sword and shield <laughs> oh like uh, the only or oh, sorry what Because you know how sometimes you'd have to go through an area to go to yeah. a certain place, but sometimes you'd go into a gym that you're gonna have to do later on. Yeah. Yeah, it was like that, but it kind of made it more realistic instead of somehow all the gyms being in pattern of where you have to go. Actually, like, um, there's only one YouTuber that mentioned this, Tyranitar Tube. Shout out to my boy. But like, this is a very good point. Sword and Shield solidifies and makes the gyms like make sense. Like when you think of what the gyms should be, like this is a major sport in the Pokemon world. They should, like they're broadcast um, to like everyone in the world. They should be like celebrated, and instead of like being just a tiny building where you walk in and walk out, and like no one knows anything happened. You like people should be hype about what you're able to do, and they also give a reasoning as to why the gym leaders are there. Like they're not just random trainers with a specific type that have been training it for their entire life that are now part of that gym, but like they have they have the whole t- tournament thing. So like the best, the top eight trainers that specialize in one um, type. The top eight become gym leaders for the major league, and then the minor league is composed of all of the other trainers. And it's like it's very good how they actually made the gyms work in this game. It's very, it's way better than just oh, go into this like tiny building, get this piece of metal that you can attach to your to your jacket, and then show up and beat up like the strongest person in the entire region. But the um... If it was also because half the reason they made it big, because you wouldn't go into a tiny gym and then you'd be shouting Dynamax. Yeah, exactly. That like that's obviously another reason, but just in general, the way that gyms work in this game are really good, and like uh, it's really hard to say this, but I feel like like I don't know if this is certain, like certainly what I feel like, but I think. Since there's no Elite Four, I think the gym leader tournament is actually a really good idea. Like, since like there's no there's no Elite Four, because like like everyone is still um, witnessing the entire match, and yeah, it's like all of the gym leaders go up in the tournament to see who's best, and then the best with their true team. Get to fight against you in the final battle, and whoever wins fights Leon to possibly become the champion. And possibly, like the elite four, right? Um, they're all kind of like mini champions, but that they don't really explain how they get them either. Like I could understand. Well, no, champions. in Sun and Moon, it was like, oh, you were chosen by some. Thing by some like random professor who just decided to make one. No, it kind of... it wasn't the professor. It was technically it's all it's all coming back to their traditions because I'm pretty sure the elite four was the Kahuna's right, meaning they were all chosen by the Tapus. They well, had to be chosen by the Tapus to become the Kahuna and later on the elite four, except for Kahili because that's us. I, I'm not really sure what happened. Yeah, but in Ultra, but... Uh, Ultra Sun and Moon, we had the uh, I forgot his name, but Sophocles's uh, like the guy who specializes oh. in steel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and then the other one was the ghost type oh. user, and then Olivia, and then um, the first Kahuna. I forgot his name. I haven't played it in a long time. Kahuna Hala, pretty sure. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was our Pokemon rant for a bit. <laughs> anyway, next, next thing for the direct topic, um, we're uh, we're probably this is almost a given. 
we're going like it could it's either going to be in a direct or it's just going to be a standalone video but we have to see the arms dlc if they're truly planning to release it on time we're going to have to see the arms dlc for a smash if they want to release it in time like um it's it's probably like honestly if they're not done it yet they're probably not releasing it because it's going to be very hard to develop the character when they're all at home i don't think they're going to be doing that and i don't think they're all like doing illegal stuff and going to the studio to develop the game but Re-Zero I, season 2 waited for cuz of Corona. <laughs> I do think that we're going to see um we're probably going to see the Arms DLC for Smash. My serious guess of who it is like following the pattern of no assist trophies. I think it's actually going to be well like I'll put some background into this but I saw a post and a lot of like on Instagram or something and it was an image of all of the new arms news in the mini direct that happened a few weeks ago it was kind of out of the blue it was really weird but it was a mini direct they had arms dlc announced which i don't think they've announced the dlc like a dlc before talking about the game but not the character like i'm pretty sure every time they announce the character with the game So it's very it's very interesting. But it showed an image of the Arms DLC. It showed the image of the the free demo for Arms. For, I think it's only for Switch Online users or maybe it's just a free demo in general. And I think they announced something else for Arms, but I forget what it was. But people are speculating yo, speculating. I yo, okay, hold on. I'm okay? tired. Okay. Yeah, I'm just trying to speak normally. Um People are speculating that there might be an Arms 2 in the works, and that's why there's so much Arms stuff recently. So, like they said, the new character is going to be from Arms, but they never really spe- specified if it was going to be from the game Arms. It could be the series Arms. So I think um, the DLC we're gonna get is probably not. a character that already exists in the game it's it, it it might have it's like there's a high chance it will be a character that already exists maybe not springman or ribbon girl since they have dlc and me cost or not dlc they have assist trophies and me costumes like it might be someone else like like maybe twintel you know what i'm saying but like um, it's not that twintel if it's not them though I do believe there's a chance it might be the mascot for the second installment in the Arms series. And that would actually be really cool. But then Kevin said something earlier. So what if what if the Paper Mario that had the big arms, <laughs> right? What if he was a DLC for Arms? And that all automatically makes him an Arms character, meaning that our Smash DLC is actually Paper Mario with lo- long arms. big arms big arms <laughs> arms that can extend you know if that, that would be a would very, happen, that would be very there would be a lot of hate um i wouldn't say a lot of hate it would just be very like wait what <laughs> no because it, it would, people be would be expecting like a full on arms character but then if you just That's pull out true. someone you didn't even know that was going to be in the thing and they're like Oh, he's in the game because of DLC or whatever. Then it's not gonna get that. Like... But the thing is, I'm I'm very accepting, and I don't really follow Arms that strongly. So, um, well, I think I'd be, really... I'd be killed. I've never played or watched any Arms thing. I tried the Arms demo, and I'm like, how do you play this? And I deleted it immediately. If if I actually spend time to play it, I probably would get into it, but. It's it's the ex- execution is very interesting. I don't know how it's doing. The music is sick though. As with a lot of games, music is sick. Nintendo's been pretty good with music recently. Yeah. Then so, what new games though do you think would would they show in the direct? Well, or well, these aren't 
tech these are new I guess but they're not new to us but like they're prob I'm hoping they and it's been hinted but maybe we will probably get some information on Paper Mario which would make sense because they recently released it they pro- they might have some information for us and also Metroid Prime 4 it's Prime? I'm pretty sure it's Prime 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 or well I think I think longer. those two those two might get information like Prime's been delayed a lot so um, I think they might have some information on us and they got they teased it to us too in the Mario in the Paper Mario trailer like at the end they were like yo look at this <laughs> look at this Samus helmet <laughs> and I guess they also had Donkey Kong too in the corner but you know he's from the Mario universe but like Kong <laughs> it's interesting how they have the Samus helmet but no other helmets from other games so well it wouldn't need to be helmets maybe it could just be like anything from other games cause like the helmet like what else would you use to like represent um Metroid like if you just put the um, helmet there, then people would. You know. could, you could, you could take the actual Metroid and just put it on his head. No, because but city, less people would like get that. But if it's like literally just a helmet, <laughs> so I mean, they could have just like put other like, things from other games. It didn't have to be a helmet. But then again, it's only like the corner of a of a bigger room, so there could be a lot more that we're missing from the full picture. Um, quickly back to Smash. If they do reveal to us, um, if they do reveal to us, uh, the, what, like the ARMS DLC, I'm thinking if they do what they did with, I'm pretty sure it was Banjo, like, didn't they, they showed Hero and then at the end of the trailer they showed Banjo, right? Uh, yeah. Or at the end of the showcase. I'm thinking if they show if they show us the arms character, um, we're either getting something completely unexpected, but I am ex- uh, expecting. I'm hoping there's a Pokemon DLC because you know Sword and Shield, the DLC you gotta you gotta make some money off it. You know, um, pretty big candidates. Cinderace is easy, but but there's already a fire type starter in Cinderor, so I don't think it's Cinderace. Inteleon would make sense, I guess. But we already have Greninja, so no, I think okay. it's either it was... going to be Rillaboom, huh? Since we had uh, Gen Six Water starter, then Gen Seven Fire starter. If they play in like that, yeah, Rillaboom would make more sense. But I also do believe Toxtricity has a high chance because Toxtricity. And Toxel were made to be fan favorites. Well, Toxel, like, uh... they, they legit gave you a made. No, uh, well, like Toxtricity for sure though. <laughs> I'm I'm a big fan of Toxel, like just the baby form. But like Toxtricity was made to be a fan favorite. Like they gave you a Toxel at at like really close to the beginning of the game, and they're like here, train it up if you want it, and then basically like majority of the trainers would have a Toxel on their party or in their box so they've probably like they've made Toxtricity available to almost everyone and like I kind of want Toxtricity but Rillaboom I'd also be chilled with like it would make much sense I'm not really sure why they chose Incineroar probably because of um, because of the like fighting background but I feel like Decidueye would have made sense too, but I guess Decidueye is already in Pokemon, so. Yeah. Um, I have one thing, I have one other, like, game slash series I have in mind that I want to talk about. So, once again, I, I feel like I've been talking a lot. So, I'll hand the mic to you, and I want to see what you have, like, what you think we could see. Complete silence. Hello, Kevin. But what what are you doing? What? <laughs> Why are you so silent? Has Animal Crossing like just captivated your brain right now? Uh no. 
Uh, it's like lost or something. Okay. What 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 do you think we could see in the direct? Uh, I'm actually well. We could get more like info on games that were already announced. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any games that you want to see though? Like any new installments for a series? Probably, but they're probably unrealistic. <laughs> Super Kirby. <Kart. laughs> I was literally about to say, what if it's a Kirby game? <laughs> Kirby Kart. Um, Yo, I'm aiming Meta Knight. <laughs> Why? You're gonna become the Brawl Meta Knight? That would be funny if in, 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 in like a kart racing game for Kirby, Meta Knight just gets extremely like buffed. Kind of like Brawl. Anyway, um, <laughs> if you don't have much to talk about, I have one thing I want to talk about. So... We already like um for those who have been following Persona 5. Persona um, basically uh this will probably be a long talk because I'm just in love with it right now. Um I think almost like probably a year ago now, they dropped a trailer for a game called Persona 5 Scramble. And then it like there's there's a mini title too that comes with it, but per, basically Persona Five Scramble. Um, it was around the time that Joker was like announced, and like Best Buy leaked the image for Joker's uh, sprite or not sprite um, render like for his art on Smash, and apparently they also had a thing called P5S, which a lot of people speculated was Persona Five Switch. But then it just Switch. ended up becoming, it ended up becoming Persona Five Scramble. Yeah. But <laughs> I want to play this Persona Five on Switch, but then you turn it into a freaking Scramble. So like, I I was talking about how I don't have a PS4, right? So I wouldn't even be able to play it because I think the base Persona Five is the only per- Persona game or Persona Five game available on the PS3. So, um. What actually happened was at the end of the trailer, like it, it's it's kind of implied that this is a sequel to Persona Five. Like Persona Five Royal is kind of like an alternate di- alternate universe or like an alternate story, but Persona Five Scramble was designed to be a direct sequel. Like I don't know how far because I'm I'm not spoiling myself, but it's going to be. It's going to be a sequel for Persona 5. Because in the trailer, the S at the end of the logo started off as a 2. So it was actually P52. But that'd be P Persona Persona 52. Yeah. So then they, re- they flipped the 2 and it turned into an S. It's very it's kind of crazy, but. Persona 6. 9. Well, like, it t- it's taken them. I don't remember when I don't know when Persona 3 came out but I know I know that it's been it was a long time before P5 came out maybe not as long as Kingdom Hearts as for Kingdom Hearts 3 but it was pretty long and also clearly they're not done milking Persona 5 yet so it's gonna be a while yeah but really really that's probably the only reason that I'm going to get uh, uh, PlayStation 5 Unless they release on Switch, would be really hype. But basically, Persona Five Scramble, they showed it off, right? Um, it's for it's for PlayStation Four, and then at the end, they showed that it's available on the Switch. And I was in class watching this with one of my friends and my teacher, because my teacher is a big, like my my teacher at the time. He, he was a big Persona 5 fan. Or like Persona games in general. So I was watching it with him on my phone. And we saw the Switch logo. And we were like kind of screaming. And he was okay with it because he was screaming too. Your teacher. So basically that's, that, that's on Switch. And it was actually released in like February I'm pretty sure. And, but like the thing for Persona games. They usually release in Japan first. Before they get... Um, localized it's kind of like how pokemon was like 
before they before they did global releases they released in japan first which makes sense and then they released it everywhere else so basically only japan has persona 5 scramble and i have i have like i literally made a japanese eShop account just to play the demo and like i couldn't understand any of it because it was all in japanese but so far it felt like a pretty fun game it's similar to hyrule warriors which is not technically it's not my immediate style of choice to play but i remember like considering getting hyrule warriors because it seems pretty fun so i think i think i'm gonna get scramble instead though but basically um i hope we get to see a localized persona 5 scramble sometime soon it might be next year probably because it usually takes them a year to localize it but hopefully they'll be able to localize it this year and if we do get shown uh persona 5 scramble i'm hoping we also get a switch port for persona 5 royal so this is i'm just gonna pop in some background information for you and persona 5 Bro, the the minute I play for I, the minute I start playing again, I'm just like I want to talk about it. So basically, Atlas, the people who make Persona, like the Persona games, apparently, I like when it first started. Probably, they signed a contract or whatever that basically said that all main Persona games, not spinoffs, are only available are only going to be available on PlayStation. Uh, consoles, but like we we've had a we've had like a, a 3ds um, spinoff, and of course we have Scramble, which is technically a spinoff, but it might be a sequel. But basically, um, people are saying, wait a minute, based on when this contract started, the contract might not even be valid anymore. So they could be able to release it on Switch, and they act like the. The company Atlas also released a survey asking people, "Would you like to see Persona on Switch?" And of course, everyone said yes because this is after the Joker Smash release. So, like, a lot of the people on Switch were like, "Yo, why do you even have to ask this question?" I thought this was act like everyone would know this. Right? So, you um, ask the dumb question. Yeah, it was a pretty dumb question, but. The fact that they're thinking about it is what's what's important, and basically, um, like because of that, I'm hoping we get Persona 5 Royal um, on Switch. They might not release the base Persona 5. If they do, that would be sick. I would honestly be willing to replay it on Switch because it's that good of a game. Like I'd be re-willing to put in uh, 100 plus hours into it. The thing is, it's not even like the base game. At least, it it was only like thirty bucks, so it wasn't. It's not like a seventy dollar game, eighty dollar game. But but then Persona Five Royal is, which is kind of hyping it up, but, showing that it's probably. By the time if they do just flat out put a Persona game in there, would do would do you think you'd be finished Persona Five already? I don't know, but I would finish it, so then I don't get spoiled. Oh. Um, another reason why I'm ho- why I think uh, Persona 5 Royal has a higher chance to get in. Basically, in the mini direct, I'm pretty sure they announced Catherine full body for Switch, and like I feel like a lot of people don't know what that game is about, and a lot of my friends texted. I was I talked about it to my friends. They're like, "Yo, you're weird," but I swear, like Catherine full body is not that. Weird. Not that weird. It's you kind go of... into a dream with a man in his underwear and goat horns. Two girls and three girls. Are you are you insane? There's three girls. Get it right. The original game had two girls. Then they wanted to add another one to the harem. Okay, I don't I don't do stuff at this. Okay, you can so go like, whatever fantasies you have. <laughs> I'm not a big Catherine full body follower, but I know enough、um, to know what the game is all about. And 
basically that got ported to Switch. So I just have high like that was made by the same company who made Persona 5. And actually, I'm pretty sure I heard if I heard this right, I don't think Catherine Full Body, but the original like Catherine game because Catherine Full Body is a, a remake or like a pretty port. Sure. But basically, the original Catherine Full Body, Catherine, I guess it was called, was basically a demo test for Persona 5. I thought you said dummy test. <laughs> no, no. Like, they, the game engine they used for Catherine was the one they were testing. Like, they were basically making a test for Persona 5's game engine using this weird story. And basically, I'm just, I just really want Persona. Please give it to us. Nintendo. You just want your Persona on Switch? I just want my Persona. Like, I'm, I'm willing to play 100 plus hours again. Imagine if Joker didn't go into Smash. I would I would not be like that. Yeah. I don't think I would have... The thing is, I would have never known about any of this. But then, like... There's, I, a, there's a few... There's a few YouTube videos that have definitely influenced my decision on this. On playing Persona. But... Even if I saw their videos without Joker and Smash, I feel like that wouldn't have done much for me. Because I'm like, oh, this is just another game. It looks pretty weeby, but... Damn, okay. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not willing to spend like a hundred bucks to get like a PlayStation just to play this game. So then I did it. But then... If Joker wasn't in Smash, I wouldn't one day have just beaten you with Joker randomly. And become like the better, the better player of the two. What do you mean? I was always the better player. That's <laughs> game. <laughs> I'm pretty sure first like two or three days of Smash, I was better. Yeah, because you played kept... Smash Four and you weren't more used to it. I I was playing Brawl over here. <laughs> Brawl with the weird physics. Bro, okay, Brawl was still good. Okay, no matter what people say. It was good, but the gameplay was. I'm just kidding. Um, I like. I don't think we're ever gonna get another subspace emissary. But something thinking that life, life, um, wait, life, life. Okay, I can't even say the story. Whatever the spirit. World of life. World of life. I can't. I I was stumbling upon words. I. They were all thinking like, oh, sub sub subspace emissary. I can't speak today. Yeah, stop. that's why you stop judging me. No. So they were saying, sub- this You're is older, you can know your English. Oh. Just because I'm older doesn't mean I'm more literate. Yes, that does, because you've been in more English classes and you've learned more. You literally correct yes, me my grammar sometimes. Like, through oh, okay, 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 okay. But that's, that's written. That's written English. That's not language English. It's written English. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, so people were saying World of Light is going to be like a new subspace, basically. Yeah. Well, they thought it was. Cause, like, remember in the trailer where they blocked out that certain part in the menu, and there's gonna be like yeah. subspace, subspace. No, but then people somehow, uh, I think either people decoded it, or they got they leave someone leaked it but basically someone found out that it actually said spirits and then lo and behold on like the day before like november november 1st i'm pretty sure was the last um smash ultimate direct they showed what the green button was and it was spirits a lot of people kind of disappointed but uh, they're all just like okay reasonable (laughs) i'm I'm not disappointed. (laughs) I think it's all because it's something new. And, like, it's hard for people to accept the change. But it was better than Smash 4's whatever board game crap they had. Yeah, like, what what was that? Smash Smash Shopping? Smash Tour. That was weird. (laughs) Imagine you turn that into an actual, like, official board game. If it was a real board game, I would play it, but not, not, not on the Switch. 
not on a not on a game where you can actually play and fight people and show off I think skills I think the spirits I think the spirits were enough because like sure we don't get the really cool trophies but at least we have these really cool stickers of like all of the of even more characters and even more diverse cast and they actually have a use in battle and not just a collectible even though I'm a big collector but I'm more like, of one than you okay you uh, uh, it's hard to it's hard to say who is who is better like I don't think you have like multiple boxes of Pokemon cards And you definitely, you definitely did not have like over three hundred trophies in Smash Four. And I'm saying this because trophies were involved, so you would have had them involved too. Immediate silence. That's right. I win. I'm the bigger collector. But when it comes to Funko Pops, it's very obvious. Yeah. No. What do you collect? You know what? How about how about that? Yeah, I remember like even in the earliest of podcasts, we've always talked about our collections. Um, we're probably not going to talk about our collections entirely right now, but we have like ten minutes or so. Or so. Let's just talk about Funko Pops right now. Okay. <laughs> so it's a random podcast um, today. I'll get I'll get I'll get Kevin to start off on this because, in all honesty, he also started collecting. So yeah, take it away. So, there was it happened when I started. Like I just wanted to get a gift for someone for their birthday party. Cause when I go to parties, I feel like if I don't get them a gift or something. That's like kind of rude. Same. So I was like, huh? He likes Naruto. So let me just look at EB Games and see what I always see when in there. These random box like figures or whatever they are. And then <laughs> I called them figures. <laughs> I asked if they had Naruto ones. They're like, yeah, we have one. So I decided to buy him one. And then as I was looking through, I was like, huh, there are actually some pretty cool ones. So after the whole party thing, I was like, hey, mom. Let me just hey, mom. You collect whatever these are called mugs, okay? Whatever Starbucks mugs are, what they're called. I'm gonna call her out. I was like, what if I... Um, what if I collect something? She's like, I I don't care. It's your money, and that's the <laughs> time she said that. The first time where it was my money, and she said, "Okay, you can do that." That's funny. So the first day I, we went to Walmart, I was like, "Can I come?" Because I wanted to see if, like, if there were any, and I found two. There were. A Groot one and a Harry Potter one, and I picked them up because I really, because I was really excited about them. You, you didn't even, did you even watch Harry Potter? I did not Harry watch Potter? Harry Potter. <laughs> I tried to make you watch Avengers, and you're like, <laughs> okay, I was tired that day. Okay? I watched halfway. Shut up. But okay. I didn't even watch Harry Potter, and I dressed up as it once for Halloween. So shut up. <laughs> That's kind of interesting, bro. So, yeah, I collected them. Then I collected a few, like Dragon Ball or some yeah, Dragon Ball anime, anything that I liked. Like, and I thought that the pops were cool. Me, even like some freaking Nemo, I did not care. So, I was like. How did I just show you randomly? Like I showed you my room. Yes. Yeah, I showed you. It's like, oh, okay. And then I think I remember you getting your first thing for the king. Yeah, first. Talk, I'll talk about that. I'll talk about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's how I started, which grew a lot, but I can't get any more because of the whole quarantine thing. But right now, I think I'm standing at. I only count this as a year because I. I was only able to. So in a year, I got 200. Oh my gosh. And let's say 200 times 50. Because it's like $50 average. Yeah. So. 
Um, Don't talk about that. <laughs> That's why I had a job. Fifth grade. Is doing the math? One thousand. Uh, it's very rough math. I want to say it's like two. You know what? Okay, it's time for big brain get time, guys. Big brain. Let me, let me find some paper. I got a pen. Okay, let's let's see. Two hundred fifteen. Zero zero. We basically it's a ring on podcast. We're doing math. <laughs> Two. So, in the last. Can you hear me? In the last year, you probably spent, assuming it's the average price of fifteen dollars, you've spent about three thousand dollars on Funko Pop. Jesus Christ! No, no, no. But some were free. Some were some. Somehow they were four dollars. Some were ten. Some were, like some were five. They were all at random prices. The most. But the average, the average price is fifty. No, it was ten. Uh, no, it was ten. Because EB Games used Good. to sell them for ten, but now for some reason they sell it for fifteen. That's still two thousand dollars. Shut up. <laughs> you know how many switches you could buy with that? <laughs> Why would I want to buy that many switches? So then you could sell them for even more money. Welcome to the Saucy Time Podcast, where we're gonna give away some switches. I wish. I wish. I'm, I'm not giving people money. I'm not giving someone Do you know, know how much trouble <laughs> You think I'd spend money for that? I legit had to travel countries just to get my Switch, alright? Anyway. I had to... <laughs> had some random day where a Switch was on sale and then my mom's like, Hey, look at this. And I was like, Hey, you got money, right? And then I'm like, Yeah, I have money. Do you want it? <laughs> okay. So, flashback to me. Um... Back when the only franchise I cared about was Pokemon and and like Smash, any like major, like some franchises in Smash, um, I didn't really care that much about a lot of things that are not something that I like. So I remember hearing about Funko Pops and like, what is so good about them? Like that you like. Of course, it's collection purposes. If you said that in so front of me, I would have slapped you. I know it's funny, but like that—that that was my mindset, and I was like, "Why? Why are they? Why are these here?" And I remember when you showed me your room, I saw that line of Funko Pops. I'm like, I was like, "Wow, that's so cool!" But in my head, I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of like, "Why did you spend so much money?" <laughs> and then, and then, of course, like I think we've talked about our music programs for school in the past, but basically. Um, there's, there's like a jazz festival that I talked about before, but every time I go there, I want to get a souvenir. Um, the first year I went, I got this Litton plush that I still have, and he's my boy. You have a Litton um, plush, I have a Rowlet plush. The second year, um, I can't, I can't quite remember what I got the second year, but the third year, which was last year. I didn't know what to get, right? But I feel like, like on the second year, did Pokemon. you get a Beyblade? No, I, I don't think I did. I don't think we were doing that at the time. <laughs> but, like, I didn't... Like, there wasn't much Pokemon-related stuff, and I didn't want to fall on buy a Switch game. But I saw this wall of Funko Pops. I'm like, hey, these are kind of cool. And then... All of them were franchises I didn't care about, honestly, at the time, especially at the time. Damn. But then one caught my eye. It was Kingdom Hearts, and I was like, oh yeah, Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming out soon. And then I, like, I didn't know the Kingdom Hearts characters that well, even though they're literally just Disney. But even though Disney barely promotes it at, like, Disneyland or something. That's true. I wish they promoted it more. But basically, I saw, um, Mickey from Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> and I was like, you know, this is a character I actually understand, and he looks kind of cool. I'm gonna just get him and see where this takes me. So I bought him. Only him, though. No, none of the other characters. Like, I think they had Riku. But I was like, 
who is this guy? Why is he like purple hair and like silver hair? It's weird. But I got Mickey on the trip back. The box got a little damaged, which I didn't care about at the time. I was like, yo, this is kind of sick. If that was me, I would have cried. And then, and, and I was with a few of my friends, and they're like, oh, okay, you're getting that. All right, cool, whatever. Um, but then I sent it to you, and you're like, wait, so you're collecting Funko Pops now? And that's when you. That's basically when you made me start getting Funko Pops. I didn't make you. That was your choice. I just like showed. And yeah, King and 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 actually start liking Kingdom Hearts because I don't think I was into Kingdom Hearts at the. Oh no! I guess no. I guess I got into Kingdom Hearts first. So basically, there's like the um, Kingdom Hearts was coming out soon, and there's this one YouTuber that had a seven-hour live stream of someone explaining Kingdom Hearts to him, and of course, it's very. Confusing. Oh, I watched that. <laughs> Yeah, no, I watched the short version though. Yeah, he made it into a 30 minute version. But I watched both. I watched 30 minute and the seven hour. For why? That's how I learned my that's how I learned my Kingdom Hearts lore. Because I I had no homework that day. So I was like, I want to learn about this. This is it's a pretty big game. So why don't I learn about it? So um that's how I learned about Kingdom Hearts. At the time, I didn't care about it that much. Like I was like, oh, it's kind of cool game. I don't see myself getting into it that much. And then I got Mickey. Mickey. And then I was like, wait a minute. This is Kingdom Hearts, right? And then I searched up like Kingdom Hearts Funko Pops and I found a bunch. And then I started actually liking Kingdom Hearts a lot more because I started learning so a lot more about the characters. Some of the reason you like Kingdom Hearts was because of me. No. <laughs> uh, th- that's not wrong. <laughs> and honestly, that's a big reason why. But like, Aside from that, my coll- my Funko Pop collection is very different from yours. Like, I just don't get I don't get anything anything I like. I specifically just look for a series that I pay attention to. So I have Kingdom Hearts. I have My Hero. Um, I have Pope. The very few Pokemon that they have. I have Jollibee, but that's a yeah. I gave you and I have P- and P5 and I have P5. Those are series I care about. The main like, ones have few. is Kingdom Hearts, Dragon Ball, Pokemon, and My Hero. I have like some Pokemon, Persona, some other anime. Um, right now, the only ones I have displayed, um, like I kind of followed what Kevin does. Like he has just a wall of Funko Pops. Two walls. Yeah. Um, and the ones at the bottom row, they're out of the box. Like Funko Pop collectors like to keep them in the box sometimes, you know. But some of them are outside of the box like the ones on the bottom row like they're stacked up the boxes are stacked up on top of each other but I don't have full access to the part of my my basement room my office room or whatever to fit all of the Funko Pops like I could if my parents organized the random books and printers on the, the shelf thing but for what I have right now right on top of my desk I just have a bunch of my like basically all my Kingdom Hearts Funko Pops like all displayed up there and I want to eventually display Persona 5 probably maybe my hero but my hero's collection is kind of weak for on my side and yeah my my room's actually really good for my Funko Pops because they have like a shelf thing but it's like not even like a full shelf it's like a whole like sort of shelf but it's like coming out of the wall for two walls so I could just put my yeah, your pops on there like it's on like a perfect thing yeah yours is very perfect mine is very situational but luckily it's been able to keep its place and wow. I'm surprised that it doesn't collect too much dust cause like if, if it coll- it's definitely collecting dust I see it but if it collected way more my allergies would have been so bad cause it's literally right on top of me like just imagine a gust of wind comes in here, just all the dust like goes into my into my breathing range, and I just like start coughing and sneezing and like slowly die. Anyway, I guess that's it for the saucy time podcast this time, this week, this, this two weeks. So far, we've actually been. I'm not gonna lie, it's kind of been consistent because we, at least on my side. Um, if you didn't realize, me and Kevin 
post the podcast on two different like Spotify channels, which is kind of weird, but it makes what we can do whatever we want, all right? <laughs> but on my on my side, um, like I've been posting them on the Tuesday of every second week. I'm pretty sure, and so far it's been kind of consistent, surprisingly. So hope we keep this up. Uh, we've been your hosts, CJ and Kevin. And you got something to say? Mm, not really. Okay, well, he's gonna go in silence, and we'll see you all next time.